You're not a dancer? Uh, no, I. Uh, it depends. I have my moments. Yeah. You know, I feel like I have it, and then sometimes I don't have it. You know. <laughs> okay. And I, it doesn't always depend on the alcohol, but you know, the alcohol sure can give you courage sometimes. But you know, sometimes I've got some rhythm, and then you know. Like you know when you're have you ever, like you know when you're dancing and you have it and then you lose it that feeling where you have rhythm and then you lose it and then you're trying to find it again that's the worst. Yeah, I'm I'm ethnically not allowed to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't and know. even if you do, we just we can't even we don't even know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. People are like, oh look at that new dance. <laughs> <laughs> he's going all okay. He's he's going off beat a little bit on. Pr- yeah, no. <laughs> that's a stylistic choice. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. I think I I think. You can tell when a black person is starting to lose rhythm because they just stop dancing and leave the dance floor. <laughs> and they go, I'm going to wait for my song to come on. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> I stop and then I'm like, okay, I'll take a second and then I'll find the groove again. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you like a one hand up, two hands up dancer? <laughs> Um, not, not ironically. Yeah. So, (laughs) yes, ironically is what I'm saying. Okay. Like, you know, you gotta, you can do the little, I don't really know what this is. What era of dancing is that? Yeah. I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, it's like 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 1920s. 20s. 20s, yeah. (laughs) 20s era. I'm not good with my decades. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Ansley, can you dance? Do you have a... I will dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember in high school, I like, uh, I went to homecoming and just my boyfriend at the time, uh, who is not ethnically challenged, um, he was wait, just Wait, wait, like, what does that mean? He's not white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's still not white because as far as I know. from what I understand, all minorities are technically ethnically oh, challenged. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Perspective. What yeah. a wild thing. But I just yeah, him like trying <laughs> trying to get me out of rhythm. <laughs> like you know, because it's like high school dancing, so it's a lot of like bump and grind and yeah. all that trash. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it just depends. I am like a little ner- like I you know I'm very confident that you guys could both probably. I mean, you guys both do MMA, right? Like I just think about like, I'm like I would lose a fight to probably everyone in this household, including your children. Yeah, I mean, well, fair, but if it was all three of them, I think I could take them individually. <laughs> yeah. But if all three of them ganged up on me, I'm like, I don't know. You know, they probably know some moves. Finn might be a challenge all by himself. Maybe I think you could take the girls though. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that, Finn. That's a little bit. <laughs> All right, all right. I think we can start this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good to go. Two yeah. Jack Bros. Two Jack Bros. Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it is your first time, thank you. No, no, that's not how I want to start it. Because yeah. <laughs> I did this and I yeah. regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, I saw you do that out of the corner of my eyes. I'm like, you know nah, no. <laughs> No, that's not how we're starting this podcast. Okay. I'm giving her a second chance. Thank you so much. Okay. I might need a third. All right. Now it's time. <laughs> now it's time to start the podcast. Two Jack Bros. Two Jack Bros. Welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it's your first time, thank you. Welcome to you. And thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than V. Abby Rosenquist. That's me. 
Thank you for having me. God damn it, we gotta start over again. Again? No, we're good. No, we're good. That was perfect. That was perfect. So, Abby, uh, are you at all aware of what we do on this podcast? Almost not at all. Okay. I see clips. I've seen some clips, and I enjoy y'all's chemistry and as people. Um, <laughs> okay. I assumed that there's something. Is there like a? Am I gonna have to get every fighting? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's two Jack Bros. Like, do you guys talk MMA? And like, do you guys focus on that or? One hundred percent, not at all. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So the whole premise of this podcast is to prove that you can have a sense of humor and still be a person that can reach enlightenment or a higher conscious. So what we do on this podcast okay. is we take you, our guest, through the process of enlightenment by asking questions. Everybody gets the same questions. And then the people that are watching and listening, they get to achieve enlightenment or a higher consciousness vicariously through your hard work. Okay. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> wow. You are enthusiastically down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So... Uh, so like wait, everybody, every time you've had a guest on, they've had the same questions. Everybody gets them. the same questions. Okay. I'm, all right. Now I have to go back and watch what other people say, but let's see. I'm very curious <laughs> <laughs> what these questions are. Okay. So uh, each question is going to be associated with opening up a different chakra from the bottom chakra up. Okay. But we're going to start off with our initial question, which is kind of our icebreaker question. Anzi, let's get it in. Okay. So Abby, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? What situation or event did I learn the most information from? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Situation or event. I mean, that's tough. Can I give a... Okay, I'll give a, a, a couple of options and then pick one. Um, situation or event. I mean, I taught for a little while. Uh, we talked about that briefly. That was, I mean... That was very eye-opening in a lot of ways, like trying to run a classroom and like kind of seeing it from the other. Because like I don't, it's so funny. Like I never really, I don't know. I never really thought about. I thought I'd teach eventually, but I never really thought too much about what it'd be like. And then I kind of got thrown into it, and uh, it was yeah, it was a lot. Because you know, so many different students. They all have different personalities. They all have different ways of learning. They all have different ways of communicating, and just like the dynamics of how they interact was very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then oh, situation, I mean, I was an RA uh, and... As a resident advisor, for those of you who have never advisor, been to college. A resident assistant? I can't remember what it was actually, which yeah. title that was. It's the narc that lives in a dorm and yeah. makes sure nobody <laughs> has fun. Well, we just have to make sure you're not having too much fun. Especially, <laughs> at, you know your own or somebody else's expense. So um, I, I like to think I was a decently balanced RA where I was like, y'all be safe, but also not like <laughs> the lamest. You My, notice I'm using cool words like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Is y'all yeah. a cool word? Because I get so much flack for that up here. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody, like I get weird looks. Well, if up in the Northeast, probably in more Pennsylvania more than any other place. Like New York, I didn't feel like I really got too much pushback for y'all, but Pennsylvania specifically, huh. I get kind of like a huh, y'all, huh? And it's mm. like it's wild because <laughs> it's such a perfect word and it should be everywhere. Yeah, and that is. I mean, we we say use. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like y'all is like trying too hard to be like uh, not down home, but that's the word that's coming to me. Like y'all is like. You're trying too hard to be 
com- like comfy with me. Like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that is it, too familiar. It is. It is. It's, it's what a teacher would use to try to sound hip to the students. I d- I disagree completely. Well, you're not from I Pennsylvania. I feel like use would be way more hip. Hey, use. Hey, use guys. That sounds like you're trying to be hey cool, you know. Whereas y'all, it's like hey y'all. Stop. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're intentionally disregarding the retardedness of use. Uh, no, it, that's, that's what's hip, isn't it? Being like a little dumb. She might have you there. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to know whether or not I'm hip. Right, because isn't it not cool to Am be I overly hip? smart? No, absolutely yeah. not. Well, it's like one of those things. It's, it's superfluous because you is already plural, and then we add an S to it for no reason at it's all. It's better than yins, which yins I don't like or dislike. I have a very nothingness towards yins. But I like use guys, like use guys. It's like Jersey and Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I like that. Use guys sounds cool. It sounds like you're in a, I don't know, like kind of gangstery, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, use guys. Like like 1920s gangsters. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, what, did you get jammed up in any weird situations as a teacher? Like, did you have to deal with any? Of course. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there was some like agro-ness going on a little here and there with some of the kids and uh so i had to like you know separate that a little bit um nothing too too wild i mean i had like a kid who would like yell like he just i mean i don't i don't know i feel it's it's also weird what, i feel was we're this talking kid, about specific was this kid ethnically challenged or not <laughs> was he a challenged ethnic? He did not have. He was not white. Uh, okay. He was not a white child. Um, Dude, your gestures are blowing my mind. I was gonna say he wasn't this white, but he wasn't. Okay. He wasn't. I thought you were gonna say he didn't have a record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in bondage no! of any kind. Oh my god. He was a freeman. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, because I'm like. I am pale. No, yeah. he was he was not a white child. Uh, and so that was difficult sometimes, mm-hmm. which, you know, thankfully they were small enough to where I didn't feel like overly threatened sometimes uh, generally. But I was like, yo, ah, this is a lot. Yeah. Um, what, was was your whiteness a, a topic of the yelling? Sometimes my <laughs> uh, I wasn't I don't think my specific whiteness was too much of a topic, um, but just like race was a topic a little bit um and you didn't try to bridge the gap with your dance moves at all (laughs) (laughs) um you know no actually did i dance i went to the dance i guess i actually did dance a little bit while i was there uh but not like in front of the classroom to be like hey look at me i'm cool hey Uh, y'all look at this dance i'm doing (laughs) i i didn't have thankfully I, i don't have that like i want like I wanted the kids to like me as their teacher, but I wasn't like, do you guys think I'm neat or hip or what? I was gonna say hip, but we're gonna use that. But neat, yeah. what a dumb word. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't uh, starving for their uh, young people approval, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You, you were I was just like, please do, please do well. <laughs> please pay attention. Please don't talk over me. <laughs> Can you guys just? It was. They were pretty good about like. If I was like, this is important, then they would stop and listen for a little while. But to be fair, I don't know. They're in fifth grade. It's school. But it, it was like it was weird because they were in a middle school setting. So it was they were fifth graders, but it was they were in school with sixth, seventh and eighth. 
eighth graders. So they were around older kids. So they were in this weird place where like they just came from being, it's such a weird, it's usually the sixth graders who are in that place, right? Mm -hmm. Where they're the ones who are like leaving from being like the top of the the school to being the bottom of the school, Mm -hmm. you know? So they were in that phase, but in fifth grade instead of mm. sixth grade, which is such a weird place for them to be. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, like, I didn't take much too personally with, you know, any attitude because I was just like, they're in just a weird place. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, yeah, oof, I lost my track of thought with that. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm curious now. I didn't realize that they were fifth graders yelling in your face. Oh, yeah. I had what? He would just, like, yeah, he, well, and I, once again, it's so weird because I, I feel weird talking about specific, but just like there were a couple other things that were like troubling. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't know. I feel weird talking about an individual child, even though I'm not really giving much of his identity away. Um, but yeah. Well, you gave some of it away. <laughs> 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 Looking back, that does look so bad, but I just, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, some of the kids, like, I was worried, apparently there was something where they were, like, putting, like, uh, hand sanitizer on tissues and then, like, sucking on them to, like, try to get, like, a, uh, a little buzz, buzz going. Oh. A little fifth grade buzz. Oh, yeah. like, oh, no. And also, he had an older sister. So it's like, you know, sometimes oh. they're influenced by the older kids. Yeah. I was worried, like, I wasn't out in the recess yard very much, but I was like, gosh, because some of the, I, I just was worried about because they would share the bathroom sometimes on the different floors with the older kids and you know yeah like oh gosh i hope they're not like mean older kids because <laughs> sometimes you know there's like yeah. a little bit of that like yeah and eighth grade is very different than fifth grade like, very different yeah how quickly were you were was the faculty able to recognize that uh the hand sanitizer was being abused and these kids weren't just extra careful about covid you know um i just let somebody know that i saw that i don't know how it was handled so uh, you know maybe they were like oh maybe maybe that's the conclusion they came to although i thankfully didn't see that anymore (laughs) uh that was like oh my gosh so stressful to see yeah like, oh. Somebody sucking hand sanitizer out of a tissue stressed you out? Well, yeah, because then you can, like, it would, you could tell that they were not all there. <laughs> yeah, before and after. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Stop. For sure. Sucking right? And, yeah. like, also this kid, like, I really liked this kid. I mean, I liked all of my students, but. Well, he like, sounds cool. <laughs> he sounds like a good time. He, he had some behavioral things that were frustrating, but like he had a lot of, like any, all the kids had redeeming qualities. I don't want to sound too like trying to be proper and like not say, be like too perfect my, with my opinions on it and all that stuff, but it's just like, you know, they all had their redeeming qualities and some of them gave me stress in some ways that others didn't. But uh, one thing I did like about this kid is he played basketball and which now I'm like, God, not going to get into my head about, but anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He would, because one of the teachers would talk about how... He played basketball. He yelled at movies. He was... <laughs> no, I just did, I'm like, try not to... He drove know. with his seat way back. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be so upset if I found out he was driving. Um, but he just was, like, got in trouble for something. And they were like, you know, our punishment used to be running... What do y'all call them? We used to call them suicides, but obviously I didn't use that term there. But yeah, like, shuttle run, suicides. Ladders. Yeah. yeah. Ladders. And he was like, well, I was going to run those anyway. And I'm like, okay. He had like kind of that attitude of like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> he really cared about basketball a lot. Um, okay. But so, but I like that. She's like, look, I was already going to do the extra work, you know? Yeah. Obviously, it's so frustrating, too, and I'm sure as parents, it's like a different ball game. Like, just with even just my students, like, I am a little sarcastic, and I kind of enjoy a little bit of that, like, pushbacky personality type so it's hard to be upset when they're like that but you're like sometimes you're like okay we have to get stuff done today guys you know what i mean in the classroom so it's like hard to be that mad when kids act a certain way when like you have a little bit of that personality type yourself does that make sense yeah i think it's funny when my kids push back a little bit amsley not so much (laughs) (laughs) yeah well he sets them up and then like when i'm trying to get everybody out of the house or do something and then they like give me attitude and mm-hmm. I'm like what is wrong with you you're so rude and like they're joking because it's how they joke with him and now I'm the crazy person yelling at people for being disrespectful and now right. the whole family is like you need to chill out lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it makes me mad <laughs> yeah. is there are there other any other things that like you know that you do that when your kids do it even though you know that they learned it from you you're like ah I'm pretty I'm pretty honest about that stuff. I, I mean I, I, I don't I don't mind it that much. Like okay, I'll give you a perfect example. So uh, when the kids walk the dog, when they go to the dumpster where they uh, put the, the poop bag in, my son, he likes to throw it from a distance to see if he can make it in there. Because yeah. it's an open dumpster. And the other day, allegedly <laughs> i didn't see it i didn't i only heard about it from one of the kids but of course like you know it's, it's my, one of my daughters so she's probably describing the situation worse than it actually happened but she claimed that finn missed the dumpster and hit her in the head with the poop bag <laughs> it's tricky and i told i mean i had to tell him like finn you know i keep telling you not to throw the poop in the dumpster you gotta stop doing that it's not what it, it's not worth the risk like it's a bag of poop. Think about I mean, all the. If you're the throwing it hard enough to where it's gonna explode, it's not worth the risk. But if it's just gonna land, continue, it's staying in the bag. What's the risk? <laughs> well, he's also he the way he picks up the poop. Like I'm not convinced it's all inside the bag. You know, like it's a hole. Like oh, that's okay. a I you don't see. need to be hitting people all in right. the head yeah. with Fair that. Enough. And then every time I have to oh, tell him yeah. about Definitely that, don't <laughs> hit yeah. anybody. With yeah, 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 yeah. This so that's yeah. where I'm at. So it's uh so the the last time that I had to had to yell at him about it, it was just like. Like, in my mind, as she's saying, like, she got hit. I'm like, well, where was she when he threw it? How far away was he when he threw it? And, like, has he made it from there before? Like, has he beat my record? You know? So it's like, I don't, I'm not upset about it. Because yeah. I, I almost yeah. want to be like, show me what you did. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me see if it's where I'm throwing it from. We always make fun of Finn because you'll like say something. He'll be like, well, actually. And he like corrects <laughs> these like nuances. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know where he gets that from. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, Abby, so if you could distill into like a sentence or two what it is that you took from your experience as a teacher, what would you say it is? Um, what I would take from that experience. Uh, teaching is hard. Mm-hmm. Being a teacher is hard. Mm. <laughs> being, a te- being a teacher is hard teaching because teaching like that part explaining things is fairly easy to me mm-hmm. for me like i'm pretty good at like translating information especially math and like especially math but like just i've always kind of been in the realm of like tutoring and stuff so i'm, I'm decent at that but managing a classroom mm. oh what i took from it is i have to be more strict i'm too nice i'm too mm. nice i am I am like overly, I'm like, I tried to be fair to a fault 
mm. where it became unproductive, right? I'd always just try to be like... Was the fault that black student you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. um, I... Uh, it's tricky, right? Because, like, you you don't want to treat anybody differently because of how, like, their, what their race or whatever it is, but, like, you also don't, <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> like, you don't want to treat anybody differently, but you also don't, like, want to not treat them the same. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, which, I don't know. I'm, I'm confident enough in myself as a person that I wasn't worried about, like, not conscious. I was conscious of it, but like I wasn't worried that I had these biases that would lead me to do that. If that I, makes sense. I get what you're saying. You don't want to treat anybody differently, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're acting black. <laughs> you, you're acting white. I <laughs> use those exact words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> and I no longer work there now. <laughs> All right. Because they were like, "Why didn't you say that sooner?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> and so now we are going to get into opening up these chakras. You ready okay, for this? Let's go with the chakras. All right. Cool. Uh, so the first chakra is the root chakra that is located somewhere around the butthole. Okay. Are you ready to have that chakra popped? I mean, <laughs> yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just something I feel like we have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I know what we're getting into. So, Ace asked the question. Yeah. Let's okay. go. Abby, how <laughs> she's did like, you? She's like, are they, are they going to fight me? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. no, no, you're good. I was like, you, I don't you, see like any, whatever the padding is on the floor in here. <laughs> I got yeah, another yeah, camera set yeah. up in that other room. <laughs> um, go. All right. So, Abby, how did you learn to overcome fear? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Stupidity, <laughs> right? You know, just like. Well, let's try, you know. What's the worst that could happen? Um, I mean, I don't know if I've overcome fear completely, but I feel like I'm pretty uh, gung-ho. Or not, just like I, I feel like I don't really hold back from doing too much because of fear. Okay. Um, and I don't really know what it is. I think, um, yeah, I don't know what it is about my life in general that makes me that way, but I have always just been like, a, I'll try it, I'll do it. Um, I got this kind of personality type. Um, like even as a kid, I like my family tells me I was always very like, kind of like independent. Like they like I I didn't really like being held for very long. I was just always like, oh, I want to do things on my own. You know, yeah. I just always had that personality type. I guess. Okay, can you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared? The most scared? Yes, and I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I have a few things that come to mind, and none of them feel yeah. podcast appropriate. Okay. Uh, but let me think of a podcast appropriate situation, fear. Um, the time that I was most scared. Um, oh, 9-11? <laughs> My dad's a pilot. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was a terror. I was like, I got home. I knew kind of what had happened, and I hadn't heard from my dad, and he was late that day mm. coming home, and I was just like, ah. So that was pretty terrifying. Yeah, how um, old were you during 9-11? I think I was in fifth-ish grade, because I was, <laughs> I was 10. We were in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget, like, 
also you guys look great but like i'm like i forget that you guys are yeah, you better say <laughs> <laughs> i'm not reading it off of my <laughs> you guys look great what am i <laughs> um but yeah i uh yeah that was terrifying what yeah. about you guys i want to what, what was your what your guys is uh, scariest moments oh Ooh. Nobody's ever asked. Turn on the tables. Yeah. Do yeah. people really not yeah. ask? I mean, no. I mean, I'm used to talking about myself to an extent, you know. But like, I, you know, I'm curious. Uh, well, I mean, uh, now that you do mention 9/11, that was a little scary for me because Ainsley and I were kind of together at this point, but she was abroad in Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was a chick in Italy. No, she was. She was, she was <laughs> in school. I mean, she was, you know, doing classes in Italy. I was back uh, on campus in the States, and when that happened, I don't know, nobody really remembers this part, but during 9-11, shit was happening all over the world, and, like, shit was getting chaotic in Europe, too. Right, with what? Um, terrorist attacks? Yeah, there were, there were terror. yeah, there were, like, there were, you know, um, not concentrated, what am I trying to say? Uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That was twice. <laughs> yeah, I get the hiccups a lot. That's a hiccup. Mm-hmm. Okay. There, I usually only get like one at a time. They're very. Uh, I've I've been. It's like since middle school ish. I've just like I get a random hiccup a lot. Oh okay. I thought it was gonna be ever since you were a drunk cartoon mouse. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so uh, not being able to. Uh, I was trying, you know, trying to use calling cards to call and make sure. Oh she was my okay. god, calling cards. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 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 And I wasn't able to to get through to her for quite some time. And it was pretty scary. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a pretty scary. Event. Were you in New York at the time of wait, you were trying to get a hold of Angela I was during? in Italy. She, she was yeah, in she oh, college in Easton, Pennsylvania. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. And you were just trying to get a hold of her to make sure Just to make sure she was there. okay, but it was like all the lines were yeah. busy. Like there oh, there I were no bet. phone calls. Like even I think even just like a regular phone call. You, it just yeah, you couldn't yeah, yeah the cell phones yes, weren't working. It was just everything was just jammed and congested with everybody trying to check on their loved ones. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah. able to to hear from her. And it was another time when we were uh, was it was it El Nino? Was that the the big uh, storm? Uh, when we were in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So we were oh, in Pittsburgh, yeah. and then she was on the other side of a bridge that landslided and stuff, like because of the yeah, storm. You know, they have like that. those three rivers that come together, and like in Pittsburgh is like surround. There's like three rivers that come together, kind and like very and I would like to work. I had to cross like I don't know, like all of them, and then so like. I was trying to get back home and I couldn't because like, yeah, like the bridges were out and like everything was flooded and like yeah. we c- couldn't. Yeah. Like cell phones weren't. Yeah, it was working. hard. It was, like, and it, it was like every time we would talk to each other, we could barely hear each other. Yeah. It was a crazy thing. And it was just I guess like the biggest fear uh, for me was just knowing that there was a white woman out there that <laughs> as a as a ethnically challenged person, I was the last person to see her alive. <laughs> and I didn't know how to explain it to anybody. You know? <laughs> it was, it Even was, when it's just like, because wait, what happened exactly? There was a, like, what was the actual, it was like a huge, like, like one of those hurricanes that like came up. Oh, the coast. it was a hurricane. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So yes. all the rivers like <laughs> yeah. bank over the banks and yeah, it went, it went crazy. It was like, <laughs> yeah. So those, uh, that natural disaster and that terrorist attack really put me in a uh, scared to go to jail place. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, I'm disappointed. You know, there's a lot of awful things for the, I guess, ethnically challenged in the in the, in the media. <laughs> but I am glad that it hasn't gotten to a point where 
y'all are being blamed for a uh, natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet, but yeah. you know what? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it won't be that long. Yeah, I think that's more of a the Jews thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So wait, are they ethnically challenged or not ethnically challenged? Oh, I think they're ethnically crushing it. <laughs> what is the opposite of ethnically challenged? I think they're the ones challenging the ethnics. The, I'm just saying. Whoa, I'm just saying. Said it, not me. <laughs> look at Kanye West. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Didn't go well for him. No. Yeah. Um, okay, Ansley, what's your biggest scary moment, fear? Oh, the what, first one that comes to my mind, when I was over there in Italy one night, I was like coming back from being out late at like a club and like I had said goodbye to like the people I was with and I had to walk home and there was like a car parked and like the guy got out and he started following me and like I didn't know if it was like like you know like the Italian men were like very forward so it was like is this human following me but like either way it's like this is super creepy you know because like yeah. now they're gonna follow me to where I live and like you do the whole thing like with the keys and the nut and I was oh, like yeah. I'm going to have to fight this human, you know, and it was just like. Didn't you call me during that? I probably did, yeah. Yeah. Like, because I was like, yeah. Which also made me really scared. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cindy, there's nothing you can do, but. <laughs> do you want to hear it's me like, die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be on the phone for that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if my calling card has that much time. Can you, can you tell him to speed things up, please? <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up being fine. And like, I feel like it's like one of those things, like, I feel like I've been in more dangerous situations because like I wasn't really drunk. It wasn't like, you know, like I had like all my wits about me, but it was just like in that moment, it was just like, I don't know. You know, I was like, yeah. it's happening. No, definitely. I mean, it's so funny because like scariest moments, I'm like, are, are so, some very innocuous moments in my life. I don't know if I'm using that word right. I've been I, I, a couple times recently. I've used words and looked them up, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, can you describe some of these moments? I want to see how close you are to innocuous. Um, I used the word miser wrong the other day, and then. Wait, was that one of the innocuous moments you're talking about? Well, innocuous <laughs> means like, what is innocuous? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. Describe like, one of the moments. No, no, like no. Nothing. Okay, Describe I've the moment first, and then we'll see how close you are to using the word innocuous. Um, just like, because I get, I'm like very easily startled, and I watch so many scary movies. I'm like, I'm always kind of in a scary movie mode, you know? Like, mm -hmm. you know, just like, I don't, just walking in the dark or like seeing something, like, just like, uh, have you ever like ha had a uh, a robe on a hanger on a, like a coat rack or whatever, and you walk in and looks like a you think there's a person in there? Just like dumb little things where there's really nothing, but like it's it. I just I'm so easily startled. Okay. Um, okay, but also back to the biggest like scariest thing. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. On oh. that topic, okay. So one of the scariest things I've dealt with. I do you know what sleep paralysis is? Yeah. So I had a, I was with somebody at the time who we, he lived with me. And so we were in bed together and I had sleep paralysis, which is like, you're awake, but you're not, and you can't move. Mm -hmm. You're paralyzed essentially. Yeah. You know, so sleep paralysis. So I just, my eyes were open, but I, I felt kind of awake, but not completely awake. And I couldn't move at all. And it was like the most terrifying thing and my boyfriend was right there and I couldn't even he was right there and I just wanted to be able to nudge him to like wake him up to help yeah. me and I couldn't and he was right there and it uh you know eventually you start to be able to move again but it was 
one of the scariest things I've yeah. uh, encountered. Now, if you don't mind me asking, and I don't mean to be sexist, I apologize, ladies, but at any point did your female brain start blaming him for being useless in that moment? Actually, no. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, good to know. <laughs> it's good to know because I feel like you would have been like afterwards, you would have woke up and be like, Sydney, why didn't you help me? <laughs> like, I didn't Not know. That I don't have those moments at all, but like, I very much like, you guys have seen The Princess Bride, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that scene where they're in the uh, fire swamp or whatever, and he's being attacked by the ROUS, and she's just standing there watching. I have very much a personality type where you probably have the similar too, where it's just like, pick up a stick. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you just letting him get yeah. ravaged by that? <laughs> Dang R-O-U-S, you know. I have, like, a very I'll jump in yeah. personality. Anthony, if, if, you, if, you, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. can you please tell me what the acronym R-O-U-S stands for? <laughs> Has it been a while? It's been a while. All right. Um, Time is ticking. Um, it's not five, rats. Four, but what is a rat? A rodent three. of shit. <laughs> I started. You want a rodent, rodent of, of unusual, unusual size? size. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that part. All right. So we'll call that we'll call that a fear shock or popped. Yes. Okay. I feel like that was some good sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Ace, keep it moving. All right. We are to the pelvis chakra. So this is a segment we like to call my bad. So it's an opportunity for you, Abby, to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. All right, we just got done doing Abby's Patreon episode, Two Jack Bros After Dark, and boy, was it a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) We had quite a good time. And $1 gets you that exclusive content, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Anthony's jiu-jitsu matches and stuff like that. Come on over to the Patreon and have a good time. Abby, did you have a good time on the Patreon? Uh. (laughs) awesome all right so uh also check out abby at the punchline coming up pretty soon yeah 24th the 24th and the 30th at helium Helium where she'll be uh hosting some of the philly's funniest contest all right and now we are going to get back to this episode and find out who or what abby has to apologize to i nothing (laughs) <laughs> I've nothing wrong ever. <laughs> Set my karma back to neutral. Um, what could I apologize for? Um, hmm. Is it bad? And I feel like a bad person because it's taking me this long to think of something. Um. Well, no, you're not a you know you're not a bad person. <laughs> you just gotta pick the one that makes the most sense to you because sometimes you're not sorry. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's got to be something. See, because I have a personality type. Sometimes I'm over, overly sorry. Like, I feel sorry when I shouldn't. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm overcoming that a little bit where I blame, I blame, I'm, I tend to, because my person, like, the way I think is, like, it doesn't feel productive to blame somebody else, even when it's their fault, because then you can't. You, give you shouldn't control. blame yourself, but also, like, you can only control your actions and behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even if something is somebody else's fault, then sometimes it's like, well, I just need to be away from those that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I just... think I overly take on blame where I'm like, why? I, you know, uh, I don't know. So, okay. Yeah. So, so you're, you're making think... sure that you don't apologize for something innocuous. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> innocuous is just like 
nothingness, right? It's just like I know what it means. What does it but mean? But I'm not gonna tell you until <laughs> the end of this podcast. You're gonna make me no, take no. time to look it up. No, we'll just keep using the word. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, what can I apologize for? I'll apologize to my mom for um not. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you it was like, just gonna come yeah, to it was you, like, like I'll apologize mom. to my that mom. That seems like a good person to apologize <laughs> for something. But then again, I never wanted to. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I probably, you know, I could uh, apologize because I don't live next door to her, which is what she would love. <laughs> um, so I'll apologize to her for that. Uh, yeah, if I'll, I'll try to think of something else. Do you guys have a apology in your mind i mean this may be the one thing that we that we people do ask us on the podcast from time to time like when they when they're looking for an example to get their brain going a little bit yeah yeah well uh i can apologize to all of my close personal friends and family who have had to be uh within a close proximity to me over these last two years while I haven't been wearing deodorant. Yeah, you oh. should apologize about I that. I saw that. Okay, so you're back on I deodorant. Saw that. Yeah, back. <laughs> back. So are you aluminum-free deodorant? Or do you have like a specific type of deodorant that you are transitioning into out of the no de- deodorant? Yeah, they're, well, it's like irritant-free. It's like they're, they're supposed to be for sensitive skin, but they're still antiperspirant, so they might still have aluminum in them. No, but I think the one that I have says that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's... That's who I would apologize to. A lot of people have been very uh, patient with my odor. Okay, I will. Yeah. I'll. Can I? Well, now I feel like I'm piggybacking too much. No, on go that. for but it. But I, you know, I'm sure. Uh, I used to bike to to work sometimes, and I'm sure I had a, a little bit of a an odor at work sometimes. So I will apologize for that, even though I don't feel like I should have to. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your distance if you don't like my smell. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely probably had a couple of days where I was like, ooh, I, had a, I was ripe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I'll apologize to um, myself. You know, I ooh. owe myself an apology. That's deep and meta. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, for, for what reason? Um, for um, not having my s together as much as i would like to at this point in my life um wait did you say having your s together oh yeah i could cuss on this right yeah shit oh <laughs> dear god <laughs> okay did you know that was shit i i get i would guess that okay yeah i it's so funny like i because like teaching it's such a like i have a surprisingly i mean not a perfect filter but a pretty damn good filter and yeah, just like being around construction, being around comedy where people just say things mm. and then being in a classroom setting where you're like, OK, what I like you're trying to make sure you're talking appropriately or whatever. But also some of these kids, I'm like, damn, these kids say some things sometimes. They say some things. <laughs> they say some things. Uh, so what, what shit would you like to have together that you would be apologizing to yourself for? You know, I wish I had like. like like more settled in somewhere and like 
like paying a mortgage on something instead of a house. moving around <laughs> a house or yeah. something, you know, just a little bit more rooted, feel more rooted at this point in my life. Like I've moved around a lot mm -hmm. and I like, I've really enjoyed living a lot of different places. And I think there's a lot of great things that have come from that. But I also like, you know, am craving more of like a just kind of settling into somewhere and because I just haven't had that mentality. I've never really, I've always been like, you know, just focused on other things and just moving around for whatever my goals are at the time and not focusing on that. And so, um, you know, not that I'm that old, but just like I am getting to that point where I'm like, okay, I just kind of want to like have a little bit l more, I let less chaos, more, um, more rooted lifestyle. I feel like I we've guess. reached the point that like a move at this moment would be like, like we couldn't do it, you know, like we'd need movers yeah. and I don't like it at all. Like, because up until he moving here, like everywhere, you know, when it was just me and him, it was easy. Like we could pack, we right. could move, we'd do it in our cars. We didn't even yeah. get moving trucks. Call up a couple people. Yes. Buy some pizzas and sandwiches. Yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. done. And like, but now it's like, and it's like just that idea that like, if we ever wanted to, like, I, it's such a process, and it's like it, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, because we it's move a lot around. even for one person, but with like a yeah. house, yeah. Because you know? I've never moved more than like a one-bedroom apartment for yeah. myself, and uh, so yeah. So I'm a little a, jealous a of, of that freedom that you're definitely talking and there's about a lot right of, now. There's a lot of good aspects to it, but you know, even I just I like look back at how much I've moved in my life, and I'm like, damn, that is all. It's just a lot of work, and it's a lot. I mean, it's the what what is nice about it is like it makes you go back through your stuff regularly and kind of go through like what what do I have and like what do I want to keep and how you know you're doing inventory on your life yeah. pretty often, so that's yeah. kind of an interesting aspect to it. But okay. So we got we got uh, an apology to yourself for and not being more settled down, an apology to your coworkers for showing up with a little bit of bike funk, yeah, and then a phantom apology to your mom. <laughs> or just in general, yeah. you know what I mean. Your mom, you deal with things. I'm sure I've been a little. Oh, I can. I've been cunty. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Man, I, it blows my mind that you're not a dancer. You literally dance for almost everything you say. I am. I am a very. I have a lot of movement uh, yeah. <laughs> about me. Uh, I don't know how much rhythm comes along with it sometimes. Uh, but I do talk with my. I did grow up in an Italian restaurant. Okay, I, my step family's Olive Italian. Garden. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My it bad. Hardly counts. My bad. I think uh, you were pretty in rhythm with the word cunty when you were dancing, <laughs> by the way. I uh, so I've got the I've got the hand talking thing going on a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, that's definitely a a pelvis chakra popped. Yes. Uh, Ace, so. keep it going. All right. We are to the gut chakra. Oh God. So Abby, how do you move past disappointment either in yourself or loved ones? Um, how do I move past disappointment in myself? Honestly, I think. <laughs> Um, just so, I mean, with stand up, you, you deal with so much because you have these ideas, you go on stage, you think they're going to be great and then they're not. So you deal with like rejection, a decent amount and disappointment just through that. Uh, and so I think you just become, I think I get desensitized to it. <laughs> um, yeah, disappoint myself. I, um, I, it, 
It just kind of depends. I try to be realistic with the way I look at myself, but, um, you know, just accepting yourself and others. I mean, everybody sucks. Everybody, (laughs) everybody messes up and everybody, I, I just, I have a lot of, uh, empathy and sympathy for, because nobody wants people to be disappointed in them and nobody wants to feel disappointed in other people, right? Like nobody wants to be in that situation. So I think, you know, just kind of accepting that we're all so fallible and Mm. that life is, you know, life is short, but it's also long (laughs) (laughs) and you're going to mess up. And, you know, I, uh, you know, you just try to learn from things. I think just like the biggest thing is like learning from it and trying not to, make similar mistakes that lead to that disappointment. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm very, uh, patient and understanding. I think generally, okay. I with think I hear what you're saying. Disappointment in myself and in others. It, so it's like, instead of being disappointment, you just lower your bar. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> no, not necessarily. I mean, cause like, I still have that, like, I don't want that to happen again. You know what I mean? I yeah. just think, um, I just try to be a re- like, cause what good comes from like, honing in on things and over focusing on it in a negative way. Right. Mm. Like what, what good comes from like self-hatred or like hatred of others for, I I guess disappointment's not hatred. It's different, but like, you know, over focusing on that, I feel like isn't as productive. So I'm kind of like a, I don't know. Also I played sports, you know, it's like you lose games, you get tackled and you're on the floor, you got to get back up. It's just like, I don't know. Resilience, I think, is the best way to get over disappointment in yourself. I think it's interesting with kids because you're like, sometimes you're like, especially like with a little boy, you're like, I want you to feel that I'm disappointed in you so that you know this is serious. And then as soon as I get him to feel that, I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. You should really like take that off. Like, definitely, it's just, definitely. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, dude, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I take it back. Yeah. I 100% feel that because that's another thing too, like with teaching, like the, the expectations that I had versus like what the expectations were passed down to me to have on the students. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they're – people you know like like i would want them to like do their homework but then some of these kids are like look at my schedule like i've got all these things i'm like dude like i get it like i was that kid i was busy i hated homework that was the hardest thing for me homework was the bane of my existence yeah or the bane of i hated doing homework i'm like why can't i just pay attention to class yeah why do i have to do stuff at school then we're at school for however long long. yeah and i have to do stuff at home too yeah and then (laughs) i'm having to hold these kids accountable for that and like i'm getting like not yelled at i w- i'm getting these people being like you know w- are you keeping up with homework or da, 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 da. and it's like i don't even care that much but i have to care <laughs> Be- yeah and, and yeah. so yeah it's tricky and yeah definitely seeing this like watching a kid s- become disappointment is like a hard thing mm-hmm. you're like oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so I'd like to ask this question during this segment. Uh, you brought up sports for a little bit, but um, so was, was there a situation either in sports or maybe uh, performance arts that you might have partaken in where you had like a disip- like a solitary disappointment that still haunts you? In sports? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure there's a handful. Um, I mean, anytime I didn't win. Um, no, I... Well... 
disappointment in myself. I, mm, it could be an under team as well. I mean, I've had. I mean, there have just been times. I remember there was one team specifically when I was playing rugby. They were just. Like, sometimes when you're up against another team, you're like, okay, we could be doing this better or this better. But this team was just, like, bigger and fast. It's like, dang, you guys are fast and just, like, they were, they just dominated us. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I guess I'll keep playing. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll keep going out there. But I know we are just going to lose this game so bad and so hard. Yeah. And, uh... You know, sometimes you're like, dang, I wish I could have come up with something to to maybe uh, cancel out some of those points that they scored on us. Um, but, yeah, in sports, I don't. Were, were they? Oh. Oh, good. Another is I was, I swam for the longest time. And then I tried out for the swim team and just, like, I hadn't swam in so long. And they were just. On a different, like when you continue to practice, especially a swimming, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It is such a workout and it is such, mm-hmm. it's such a full body workout. And I just remember being like, dang, I wish I had pushed harder and like practiced more and been in better shape for that. I don't know. <laughs> I, re- I don't, I don't yeah. really know. Did you not make the swim team? I did not. Actually, okay. I don't even know if I continued in trying out for it. I think I jumped back into a league to see where I was at. And I was like, oh, this is going to take like a lot, a yeah. lot of catching up. And I didn't want it that bad. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, because people don't get cut from swim teams, right? Yeah, they do. They do? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Or at least like, I mean, here's the thing. If you're not playing, it's, you might as well be cut, too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But it is different. But I'm thinking high school, not college. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about high, uh, college, though. All right. Well, we'll, we'll take that as a uh, gut chakra pop. Yes. We're yeah, popping okay. chakras. We're moving along. Uh, Ace, keep it moving. All right. We are to the heart chakra. So, Abby, what have you learned from grief? Oh, God. Um, what have I learned from grief? I... Um, that's tough. And it's like frustrating. Like whenever you go through anything and people are like, you know, it just takes time. It takes time. It's like frustrating to hear that. But like there is, there's some truth to that, but then there's also, you know, it's more than just time. But sometimes a lot of the time, like it is just, um, it sounds like you don't want to admit those people are right. Well, <laughs> it sounds like you're holding on to like those people were fucking insensitive and not like bad timing on their part. But yeah, it does take time. They yeah, were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. It's like you just like it's so fresh and you just need some time to recover. Um, I mean, like. Yeah. And, and also it's what have I learned from grief? It's also just kind of wild the waves that it comes in that mm-hmm. you don't realize. Like sometimes you think. Sometimes you think you're doing okay. You're like, oh, like this isn't affecting me like I think it's going to. And then it just hits you a different yeah. time. And you're like, oh, this is really affecting me. And um, yeah, so just, you know, trying, I would say trying to st- 
stay busy. One thing I saw that I liked, it was like, if you think your mental health is doing bad, go for a run and see how your physical health is doing. <laughs> or something like that. And now I'm like, sad for two reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes your mind off of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're struggling to breathe, you yeah. know, it's, it's harder to think about um, things that are making you sad when you're, you know, barely surviving a workout. Yeah, because now you know that you can be murdered at any moment. You probably <laughs> couldn't defend yourself. <laughs> but, well, I guess in that moment. But hopefully you could get away quicker if you continue working out. That's why I'm like, I I think I am I think I would do okay in some fights, but I don't consider myself a fighter. But I try to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to, I'm like, I think I could maybe escape. <laughs> okay. I try to, I bank more on escape than winning a fight, I think. <laughs> that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Is that, would you like to uh, have that tested? Or making them laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, or, or uh, you know, appealing to their humanity or something. I'm like, maybe I can charm them <laughs> out of not wanting to hurt me. How about we, we, <laughs> we, out of wanting to we tell me. our kids uh, not to let you leave the house and you see if you can get out? Oh, God. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I would be so like with kids I'd be too scared like I'd, I it would be difficult because I'd be worried I'd actually like hurt them you know what I mean like yeah we squeeze my hand I think it'd be okay that was a good squeeze that was a good squeeze I apologize okay, so I, I didn't I, even I, try that hard yeah um, I, was, I was just taking an opportunity for a cheap joke I I'm, apologize I take back my my thing about sports disappointment and it was that hand squeeze right there that well I'll never live down I can't yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But that no, I like I like your answer for uh, dealing with grief. I mean that that is time is very important, and the the fact that it just comes in waves. Like people don't really expect that. People think they're going to deal with it in the moment, (laughs) and they think that they dealt with it. Yeah, and they move on, but it keeps coming. Yeah, yeah, it it keeps coming. Changes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll call that a heart chakra popped. Yes. And also that I even did that challenge. I, that's that's what I regret. Just like okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> All right, uh, Ace, keep it moving. All right, this is the throat chakra. So, Abby, what is a favorite lie that you have told or you are telling? Extra karmic points if it's still in rotation. What is a favorite lie I've told? Oh, okay, this one's fun. I um had just watched Into the Wild in high school. I think I was a sophomore or something. And our teacher did this thing. It was like a blow-up globe. Mm-hmm. And she threw it around the room. And when it got to you, you had to talk about a time you feel like you didn't have a home, which I thought was just a very weird exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, well. Especially for the ethnically challenged kids. Well. it's <laughs> insensitive. White people be homeless, yeah. too. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but... Uh, I it got to me and I was like this is okay this is dumb and uh I started talking about the uh the plot to into the wild I was like I went on a vacation with my family to Alaska and I got separated from them and I couldn't find them for days and I found this abandoned trailer and I was scared (laughs) I didn't know if I could eat the berries (laughs) off the trees and like uh (laughs) how how were people reacting like how did your teacher react to that 
Uh, I'm sure it was varied, but I had a couple girls come up to me after the class and they were like, oh my God, we are so sorry that you <laughs> dealt with that. And I probably just laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I didn't realize that that was convincing. Um, so that's probably my favorite lie that I've ever told. That's a good one. Great. Yeah. I, was, I, was <laughs> pr- I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was, uh, wow. First of all, that was the, the fastest answer that blurted out of you was the lie answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also curious, like, how quickly you came up with that. Like, were you already planning to do that if the globe came to you? Or when the globe hit your hands, you were like, uh, and then. I don't remember. I, I, I maybe was thinking about it before it got to me. I just, yeah. I, and I don't remember anybody else's stories. <laughs> I just remember they being like they just was like they hate this. I hated it so much. That's all I remember about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a crazy exercise. Yeah, I think so. To make people share that. One hundred percent. It's such a it's such a weird because like you know school is a community and it's it is the people you spend so much time with. So, but it's still it's yeah it's hard to balance how much of your personal life i guess yeah i would have been that's such like a grief. bummer that's like yeah that's like that could be grief you yeah. know because there's yeah. probably kids who are like i was, was actually oh, homeless yeah. and yeah. Then there's some kids who are like yeah. i have literally no idea what that would even yeah can't even conceptualize that as a possibility so um yeah so that was quite weird yeah <laughs> it's quite weird and, and, and also an awesome lie I that think is I would, an incredible thank lie. Thank God I had just watched that movie. Yeah. I don't know what I would have said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they were like, oh, my God, this I is thought, gripping. I yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if I didn't think of that, I probably just would have been pass. I mean, you can't make me <laughs> can't yeah. make me answer that. Did your story have a plot twist at all? I don't remember Into the Wild at all. Uh, I don't. You don't remember Into the Wild? No. I think he ended. Did he end up dying? Did you know. die in your story? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't. I mean, I am pale. <laughs> they might have believed that. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. All right, so that is a throat chakra popped. Yes. Just moving right along. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we are now to the third eye. So we're out of the physical into the mm. metaphysical. Okay. So what is something that you've always thought was separate, but you're learning it's really the same? What is separate, but where you're learning, it's the same. Oh, man. Um, that's a deep question. How many people have been... Every 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 guest you've ever had has all, all, all these same questions. I mm-hmm. wish I... No, I'm mad that I didn't watch <laughs> Hair. Uh, it's, it's our fault for having it be called Two Jack Bros. Yeah. It's, it's not a very descriptive name Yo, for what we do. Yo, but here's the thing. This is enlightening because some people think that bros don't have feelings, but bros got feelings. Oh. That's, <laughs> what, got we, feelings. Yes. that's what we be trying to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, what is separate, but it's actually the same. Uh, people, we're all one. Uh, it's all one energy out there. And <laughs> I don't completely believe that, but like, I, I do think, you know, people... People's energy spreads, you know what I mean? Like um, negative and positive. Um, what is something that I thought was separate but is actually the same? Texas and the United States. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, we lived in Texas. That's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but lived in Texas? Yeah, we lived in Texas. When? Like, How long? 
uh, for a little over a year. Yeah. And I think it was 2003 to 2004. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where? What part? Uh, Euless, Texas, like right between Dallas and Fort Worth. Oh. Right at the airport. Oh, Like whoa. under the airport. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Did you like it there? Well, we were ready to go. Yeah, it was I really mean, ready to get out there. Yeah. I mean, but also, too, we th- we thought we found this ridiculously cheap place to live where we, we lived in a townhome, okay. and we had uh, two bathrooms, It was two ridiculously cheap. It, yeah. It was like it w- 600 bucks. Was it, fi- it was 549 $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5. $5
so many good friends in so many different places, but like, I don't have that. Like, I, I haven't been in the same place for that long in a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I have good old friends and I have people that when I'm with them, it feels like nothing, no time has passed. And like, I know that they'd have my back and I'd have their back. But like, um, and it does become that way, I suppose, because I, okay, so I, I do agree with that. I was just trying to be, a <laughs> <laughs> I was just having a little uh, <laughs> confrontational moment. But um, yeah, no, I do agree with that. Uh, but I just, I have always been so focused on family, like family, family, mm-hmm. that it feels somewhat separate for me. Cause I have spent time making my actual family and my friends too, if that makes sense. Like I, I like we, like my family, especially some of us go out of our way to keep up so much that like, and I know that. So yeah, friends. So yeah, I guess the family that you keep in your life to become your friends, and just as the friends that you keep in your life become your family. Yeah, I mean that that was a, even though that was that s- sounded deep enough. Yeah, I'm was, proud it was of like that. Similar and not the same. <laughs> yeah, time, yeah, no, right? no, 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 for sure. Because it's for like, sure. I, I almost, uh, if you don't mind me uh, trying to parse this out, but it's almost like you're saying that the work that it takes to keep your family close is the same that it would take to keep friends close. I right. feel like it takes more work to keep friends. Well, no, actually, I kind of, uh, I don't know. That's tough. It takes. I was I just trying to, I was just trying to. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah you should. I'm sorry. I was just trying to surmise what I thought you said. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no you, you were right. I'm sorry, Abby, you were right. <laughs> I mean, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, friends and family. Okay. I like that one. Do you, can you think of any other past answers that are like. Like somebody had something about like, like um, well, it was like like things ending and things starting, like uh-huh. like the grief and the joy. It's like all the same because like you can't, you know, you can't have, have one without with, lows. Yeah, like and you can't have one without the other. Like you can't embark on new things without something having to end. And so like, but I feel like they said it better. Yeah, Abby, you're getting out deep by some retards. <laughs> 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 some people that have been all here that shocked. Like, whoa, you can say that? <laughs> you might be the smartest. One of, you're clearly one of the smartest people we've had on here that... And you're you're getting my intelligence is an absolute burden. Dunked on uh, by idiots. <laughs> not to not to go too far into the, but also like because it's what something you think is separate is the same, but also something I thought was the same that is actually separate. Is I'm very hard on myself, and I think sometimes I place that outside where I think other people are being hard on me, uh, but it's actually me being hard on me. Does mm. that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where I have mm. I have like an inner dialogue, where I'm frustrated with myself and then it feels like it's coming from the outside yeah mm-hmm. so well, that that's actually separate that i think is the same one so of the questions from the patreon yep, but yep, never yep. mind <laughs> <laughs> hold on that answer <laughs> you might need it but we'll call that we'll call that a, a chakra pop now yeah you pop that chakra okay I'm, I'm confident about that one yeah okay that one feels pop the last yeah. one not so much no but that this, one this I feel it like was the same one <laughs> oh, first yeah, you pricked no, it yeah. now you oh, popped yeah. it yeah. Oh, yeah. Glad we got there. <laughs> Something that you thought was separate but the same, that question. <laughs> it's the <Yeah>. same question. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, chakra popped. Ace, 
Let's close this out. All right, we're to the crown chakra. Okay. So this is a two-parter, Abby. So what is something you can't give up and why, and what would giving it up mean? Dairy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love ice cream. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> a deeper answer? What is something I can't give up? Um... My I mean, stubbornness? I don't know. Is that deep enough? I Well, I mean, well, it, let's just say yes that is deep enough. Also too. <laughs> uh we're not we're not necessarily looking for uh what would you consider deep answers, but we're looking for what we'd consider your answer. Yes. Um, was that deep? Mm, was that deep? You got it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um <laughs> what is something I don't know. What can I not give up? I Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to think of anything besides dairy and bread. Um, <laughs> what can I not give up? Your cork shoes. Yeah, my cork mm. shoes. Those would be tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those would be tough. Well, I'm, I'm curious about this stubbornness that you, you broached slightly. Um, I don't know. I... Yeah, I just was trying to throw something out there. I, I feel like I'm kind of a stubborn-ish person. It's... I'm like hard. I'm, I can be a little. Set, when I set my mind to something, it's hard to sometimes always take in the opinions around you, even if they have validity to them. Um, <laughs> and like if somebody says grief takes time, and you're like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, I'm gonna but not also, be sad yes. in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are some other things people can't give up? A lot of comedy. Yeah, comedy's uh, tough. Comedy's yeah. tough. Yeah. Uh, there's been alcohol. There's been cigarettes. There's been marijuana. Weed. <laughs> a lot of weed. Weed, is weed and comedy. <laughs> I have not smoked in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not like I need it. Um, but like I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I miss it because like. I think you can have healthy and unhealthy. Uh, it's tricky. I, I, but like I've had times in my life, both with alcohol and weed, where it's like I've had some times where I feel like it's a little unhealthy of a relationship. And then I've had times where I'm like, you know, fine with it. So anyway, but yeah, weed is particularly every once in a while. I'm like, damn, I just want to I just want to drink. Yeah. I just want to chill and watch TV and have an afternoon outside you know what I mean? And I haven't, like, I'm not, like, I don't think I'll ever smoke again or anything like that. But um, I just haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, comedy is very tough to give up in some ways. But I've also taken breaks from that when needed. Um, and I, I don't feel the same kind of, like, I need to be doing it all the time. Which I, it was just, like kind of my lifestyle for the longest time like I, I, I just that's I just did it I, I mean yeah yeah I did it like a lot oh my god it's so wild looking like the amount of time I've been on stage is it's wild mm. um but it, like how about you are yeah. have you thought of like well, do you feel that way with comedy le- um kind of but do you mind if I ask this question yeah. a different way uh what what is what is something that over time you have made an important part of your identity. 
Um, I don't feel like I make anything in particular, like in particular, a huge part of my identity. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like things are made part of my identity, but not through me. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like people associate me with a certain identity, but I don't feel like I'm going out of my way to make that my identity. It's just, that is what people associate with me at the time. Like when I played rugby, people were like, oh, you play rugby. Like when I uh, like doing comedy, people are like, oh, you're a com-, which like, yeah, I mean, gotcha. like I, you know, so can I get another crack at it? Yeah. Uh, what is something that you would say uh, I wouldn't be Abby if not for? Uh, I mean, probably my awkward, like the, these hand gestures, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, credible. <laughs> I believe that. You know, uh, so probably, yeah, probably along those lines. Um, what else? Well, you guys tell me. Uh, well, I mean, no, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm, well, I mean. Uh, what do you guys associate with me? I, you know me yeah. a little bit better, but. Um, well, uh, in, honestly, uh, not until this podcast did I really associate you with uh, your, your almost cartoonish expressions. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really. I mean, I, I, I noticed it before, but I don't think I ever. I, I really noticed it before you yeah. know it was like it was like oh, oh whoa holy shit are you okay with him describing them as cartoonish expressions she you know, <laughs> <laughs> asked uh, yeah <laughs> it doesn't hurt my feelings should it <laughs> um, he loves and in his defense he does love cartoons and i think it's I for have, coming from him it's a compliment because i have described myself as a little cartoonish at times like i i definitely put on a bit of a cartoony air sometimes it just depends on my you know like we're doing podcasts so i yeah. feel a little bit like i'm trying to like get my because also we talked like you know i had a long day i was kind of tired and then talking to you guys is like you know brought the energy back up and like yeah so i think part of it is like that's part of trying to find energy and have energy and uh, now i'm doing it even more and i can't stop <laughs> i cannot notice it it's trying to be yeah. crazy i feel like jim carrey and liar liar wait is that yeah. the one we have yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Love. The mask? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, One so of those. What's the how about we ask this question then? Uh-huh. So what what do you think it would how, what do you think it would mean to give up your expressiveness, your your hand gestures? Like I think it would just be a more boring existence for me. I think um I Yeah, or maybe maybe a just a more calm one. But um I don't know. I don't know what it would be like to give it up. I don't know. Like when I'm on stage, I I guess I have a little bit of it going on. I it would just be difficult. It would be hard. It would it would probably feel like I was like restrain. I don't know. It would probably feel restraining. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have noticed, like you guys are very like you guys have just been like sitting here the whole time, very calm, collected. And I guess I am the one who's answering questions. Yeah, yeah. we're we're listening. But, like, I move around <laughs> a lot. Like I just have. I have a... Could you imagine if we were, like, as we were listening, making a bunch of <laughs> gestures? <laughs> just like, wow. High, like, high-fiving <laughs> each other. Yeah, I was very comfortable with that. Because, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, also, like, I associate you... Like, I know you from comedy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know this is probably... Is this, like, marketed as a comedy podcast? Or is it just kind of, like, a podcast in general? It was a comedy podcast. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. So, like, I just, you know, I feel like it... it 
when I am in this space, yeah, that's what I associate it with. And so it's like, I just feel like I would probably, if I was sitting like this, my answers would probably be less charismatic and fun. And mm. I feel like that wouldn't be as good for this. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, would you have, what would you have done differently if when you ask that question, is this marketed as a comedy podcast or just a podcast? If I said just a podcast, what would you have done differently? Um, nothing. <laughs> I, would, I would move forward no different <laughs> but it would have been good to know I'm like well yeah. maybe you have this under like the chakras maybe you have it under the spiritual thing because like it's funny because like with chakra it feels so like deep and like trying to come up with like real thing you know so I earlier I was in my head I was like oh gosh should I be trying to ham it up more instead of like because I'm like actually genuinely trying to think of like real answers for these yeah. questions you know, because yeah. these are deep. These are deep, deep questions. Deep questions. <laughs> Things, something that's separate that's actually the same. Yeah. That's deep, man. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm like, I don't like, you know, like you don't want dead air, right? You yeah. know, because I think about that, but I'm like, I, I want to think about that. I want to think about that question. <laughs> that like made me really think. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why I like the idea now that we're bringing on repeat guests. We're bringing them back for yeah. the second time. They're comfortable. They, they had the experience and now they can just let loose. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh so Abby, uh that was basically it. How do you feel? I feel good. This was lovely. Yeah. Was nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean I wish that I had a Yeah, there's a couple quite like <laughs> I you know, it's how, that's how I am after almost anything where I'm like, What could I have done better? But this was really fun, it was lovely. Okay. Thanks. And uh our Patreon goes a little faster. Do you have time to stick around for that? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. And uh, just so you guys know, our Patreon is only $1, which gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Bros After Dark, where we will enlighten Abby's shadow self, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's jiu-jitsu matches. Fun times. And uh, unbeknownst to Ansley, I plan on doing a little bit more with the podcast, uh, more content, She'll be okay with it mm-hmm. <laughs> in the future. One dollar, all of our exclusive content. Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't even ask you. Do you have anything coming up you want to promote? Yeah, and I need to look. I am going to. When does this come out? Uh, two weeks. Not this Sunday, the Sunday after. Oh, perfect. Okay, so I'm going to be at Punchline on the 24th. Ooh. Um, so check that out. And I'm also hosting Funniest, which I'll – well, I guess I'll probably be doing the same amount of time because I've got to, I'm pretty sure I close out the show. Mm, yes. Funniest is like, even if you don't know somebody who's in it, it's fun to go to because everybody's is. like trying their best stuff and there's people who don't usually do it. And um, yeah, I love hosting that because you just kind of, I don't know, it's fun to just fuck around at the end. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's fun stuff. So I'm hosting that on the 30th. And uh, just you know, just so you know, uh, we're talking to a former winner of Philly's Funniest right here. That's true. Abby, that the champ, me. the champ is here. Well, now we're gone. <laughs> the champ is gone. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. We appreciate all of the support. Definitely check out that Patreon. Definitely go check Abby out at the Punchline. We love you guys, and we are out. See ya. To Jack Rose. To Jack Rose.